1: you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click granger.com or just stop by. Granger
2: for the ones who get it done. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio, wherever you can get podcasts.
3: Underdog Fantasy is the fastest-growing fantasy app, and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Just jump on underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Draft your team, and that's it. And if drafts aren't your thing, they also have a pick 'em game where you can win 20 times your money in a single night. Use promo code RADIO, and Underdog will double your first deposit when you sign up with up to $100 in bonus cash. Deposit $100, get $100 free. That's promo code RADIO. Terms and conditions apply. Derek
4: Jeter! This is
3: the Yanks Go Yard podcast with Adam Weinrib and Thomas Carinante.
1: Welcome to a Pizza Friday edition of the Yanks Go Yard podcast. Once again, I am Adam Weinrib alongside Thomas Carinante. As always, folks, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Google Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us wherever Yankees Podcasts or any other podcasts are found. Make sure to drop us a five-star review along with a mailbag question. And we are going to be covering a wide range of topics today, starting with the Domingo Herman situation, starting to come to a head once again. Zach Britton was asked about it at Thursday's spring training. He gave some eloquent words and really put into place why we're not exactly positive Herman is allowed to compete for the fifth starter job. We are going to talk about that. Also, Marcus Stroman can't stop talking about the Yankees and keeps bringing them up in other ir- uh, irrelevant answers to other questions. We're going to break down Stro show a little bit, unfortunately, as the Mets swing a deal for Taiwan Walker, also another pretty impressive addition, and some positive updates on the Yankees injured players. Luis Severino looking good. We're going to get into that, and Austin Wells is is he going to make some noise this year? I don't know. We'll probably briefly touch on him too. Thomas Carinante, what's up? What's the word on the street? How you doing? Welcome to Pizza Friday.
5: Yeah, baby, Pizza Friday. Uh, There is no word on the street, but there is snow back on
1: the street. Two days uh, in a row now, we're getting a ton of snow up here in New York. Yeah, how many snow podcasts are we gonna do? We're gonna open. It's gonna be like May, and we're gonna be like, "What's up?" I don't know. I can't leave the house because there's uh, climate change, (laughs) and it's not even fun because we're
5: not getting snow days. We're work from home, Our kids are virtually doing school. So there's no kids. yeah, our kids, there's there's just no allure to snow anymore. It's just great. Now I have to go out and shovel, and that's what my life is going to be. Um, I have to do some more shoveling today, and you know what that means, dude? That means my balls are going to be sweating, and <laughs> I'm going to have to reopen my manscaped and get down there and figure things out. So before we get into things, just want to remind everybody that support for Yanks Go Yard is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Like we said, Yankees players should probably be using Manscaped in that disgusting Tampa heat. We should probably be using it up here. Uh, while we're shoveling, because we're going to have all the snow gear on, it's going to get sweaty down there. Um, and they're providing us with ball deodorant and that's what we should be using. We should be using this to smell good. If we're touching up the rest of our body with all these other products, why are we not taking care of our balls guys? The anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, it's right there for you to use and make you feel better. Uh, I, you got to put it on before and after. You got to make yourself feel good. This is what living's all about. Um, so if you're interested, guys, I busted my pack open. It's treating me well. You got a light on the thing in case you're you know doing it in a dark room for whatever reason. Not sure why, but you have that as a bailout. Uh, you can go ahead to Manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code Fansided20. Again, that is Fansided20. That is 20% off with free shipping. At manscaped.com, please go ahead over there. Use the code FANSIDED20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped.
1: Your balls will thank you, Adam. That's the number one thing I think about when I have to go shovel. I'm like, oh, man, my my balls are going to smell bad after this. They are, I, say it out, I say it out loud and people in the room are like, just go just go shuffle. Why is that your number one concern? now? I don't know, I'm just thinking about the future scent of my balls. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it's, uh, yeah, the winter. Winter, right? Winter, am I right? You never um, expect it. You never expect it. You never expected the cold to affect you in the same way. Gosh. um Well, lots to talk about today. The Yankees have uh, reported to spring training in part. Uh, pitchers and catchers got there earlier in the week. We talked about that. Uh, they're still the only people there. They're, they're taking BP. They're doing their first sessions. They're popping the mitts. Jameson Tyone and Davey Garcia played catch yesterday. It was awesome to see. All the Yankees are waving at the camera. Clark Schmidt's putting on a show down there, by the way. Not with his pitches, but every time he appears on the Yankees' Instagram, he's like striking a pose or looking like a cool guy. Him and Michael King appear to be chilling. You get a lot of fun intel from from following the Yankees' IG during spring training. Corey Kluber refusing to talk to the camera or look at it at all. I feel like Corey Kluber is going to provide us nothing fun. For the entire 2021 season outside of just his pitches and his nasty arsenal like we're we're gonna kluber starts are gonna end and we're gonna be like that was six seven shutout innings but his
4: hi i'm flo from progressive you know me i'm a huge football fan but it can be stressful for us super fans so progressive is gonna help take your mind off your team for a moment instead of thinking about how your team threw the wrong ball on the wrong net just think about how home court explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies well, hope this distraction about Progressive's Home code Explorer was helpful. It sure helped me from stressing about my team for a bit. Anyway, go sports. Progressive
3: Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all
4: states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy.
1: Post-game Zoom, it's like, can you, can you just come in upside down like Cole does? <laughs> can you do something, anything? Um, but things did get serious in the first couple of days of spring training. Uh, on Thursday, Zach Britton was asked about Domingo Herman coming back to the team Following his 81 game suspension under the league's domestic violence policy. Now, it's been a weird 48 hours for Herman. Obviously, the incident that triggered the suspension occurred in public in late 2019, right before the playoffs, reportedly at CeCe Sabathia's gala, a uh, domestic incident with him and his partner. <clears throat> so he, you know, he was suspended for 81 games, missed the rest of that season, missed what ended up being the entirety of the 2020 season. We didn't know if we'd ever see him again. But the reason that Zach Britton's being asked about this now isn't just because. You know, in many ways, it is because Herman is back and is apparently going to be given a fair shot at making the rotation. But it's also because in the past 48 hours, Herman has once again, like he did last summer, cleared his entire Instagram, you know, posted a cryptic message about how it's over. Used the initials MV, people suspected. Uh, people are saying I can't, you know, can neither confirm nor deny that his partner's initials are M V. It was MV with a rose. Who knows? But all the posts came back like an hour later. Very erratic behavior on social media. Herman is clearly going through something. I'm of the mind that, you know, I I can't say people don't deserve a second chance, but I think I'm within my rights to say that not everyone deserves a second chance to play Major League Baseball, first and foremost. Competitive field. A lot of other people who haven't done what Herman has done are looking to get into it. Um, and then again, if even if he does deserve a second chance in Major League Baseball, I don't have to want him to do it with the Yankees. I don't need to want that second chance to come in the Bronx. Uh, and this erratic behavior on social media is only more proof to me that he definitely needs help. So in the wake of that, Zach Britton was asked about it. He didn't mince words. Zach Britton, sort of a leading clubhouse voice in, in both the Yankees clubhouse and in the Players Association, he and Garrett Cole also talked about possible work stoppages yesterday. Uh, great guy and a guy who sort of has his finger on the pulse of, of all of Major League Baseball's activities. He was asked about Herman's return. He said, quote, that's a tough question. I don't think he owes anything to me. I think it's off the field stuff that he needs to take care of. Sometimes you don't get to control who your teammates are. That's the situation. I don't agree with what he did. I don't think it has any place in the game or off the field at all. I don't think he owes anything to me. My job is to go out there and pitch and do my job. That's what my concern is. Now, even in the optimistic reading of that Britton quote, where you just sort of want to pretend like the Yankees are going to put this behind them, it, you, you still can't find a justification buried in the words for Herman remaining on the roster. And I know you can't either. I can't I it's just it's such a bizarre
5: hill for the Yankees to die on. Like I'm not like you said, I'm all for second chances. Uh, Do I think all second chances deserve to be with the New York Yankees in the starting rotation? Uh, Probably not. Uh, And the Yankees are going to be relying on him ostensibly for for very big contributions if he's projected to be the fourth or fifth starter in this rotation and the guy hasn't thrown a pitch on a major league mound in 19 months. Like we couldn't find anybody who had less baggage and more recent major league activity than Domingo Herman. They they already put themselves in this situation with the role of Chapman back in 2016, when they made the, before the 2016 season, when they made the trade with the reds, Chapman was embroiled in a domestic violence dispute. It ended up getting, whatever his, uh his girlfriend at the time. I don't know if she's still with him or what the deal is, but she ended up, uh, I guess, removing herself from uh, talking with prosecutors and whatnot. Um, ended up saying that I guess he didn't really do anything wrong. We saw the alleged photos of him maybe getting physical with her. And then he supposedly shot a gun in a separate room in a garage off his property into the wall for whatever reason we don't know it's indefensible behavior definitely deserved a suspension because that's really not what you're supposed to be doing in the offseason he got suspended for 30 games the yankees capitalized and traded for him when his value was low and here we are the chapman's been our closer um so you know you do that once i don't want to defend it but i guess if you're a team and you're like hey This is one of the best colors in the game. We did our legwork on this investigation. There's really nothing fishy here or anything too serious. Uh, Many people would disagree with that because you don't want those optics whatsoever. But if we're really going to break it down and say that, Hey, this was somewhat, you know, not too out of the question for the Yankees to do, I guess we could have that conversation. I'm not one of those people. I know there are people out there. However, with Herman, you know, he's going to be 29. He, he turned, he's going to be 29 this season. He has 55 major league games under his belt. He had one okay year. I know he went 18 and four, but it was a 4.03 ERA. And he didn't most of like we talked about before. Most of his starts were like, yeah, three clean innings. And then you run into trouble in the fourth. And then, you know, it ends up being five with three earned and you had a bunch of strikeouts, but not really a quality start. Um, He didn't, he has good stuff. There, there sure is promise, but, I don't think it's enough to die on this hill that where and let's let's get this straight. First of all, I've done a little bit of research before we hopped on the pod. I was looking for any apology from him from this situation with Mm -hmm. his then girlfriend. I haven't seen a single thing. He has not released a statement apologizing for his actions. Um, Then he the only thing he apologized for was fake retiring last year for no reason. And then he posted that weird picture of his brother without any context. Many people thought it was him because they look the same. So it's like, oh wow, Domingo Herman is tatted up with blue hair and lost 40 pounds. That's weird. Um, And then he has this new incident with his social media account. And I know we shouldn't be, you know, boiling down players and who they are and what they do to their social media accounts. But when you're a guy like Domingo Herman, who's had off the field problems, who clearly to my knowledge has not, uh, Showed any reconciliation or attempted to do any of that with this very, very controversial issue that put him in hot water. And then to continue this behavior on social media where you're posting very vague statements on your story when you know you're in the spotlight and then deleting your account and then doing whatever, it's just a bad look. And I don't know who his agents are, I don't know what representative from the Yankees are talking with him, but something's not clicking with this guy. He has to know that he's on the New York Yankees and the spotlight is on him more so than it would be with any other team. If he's on the Reds posting this shit, nobody cares. Let's be honest. He's on the Yankees and he's supposed to be contributing this year when they have world series aspirations. So he's being looked at just as much as, you know, a lot of the other players on this team, you know, take away the, the top star players, any other secondary players. He's probably just, just as much being monitored in some capacity. So I don't know who's talking to him. They're clearly not getting through. I think it's a sign. I don't think he should be on the team. And Zach Printon saying something like this kind of, you know, it, it, it makes the front office look bad, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it's an easy opportunity to get really cynical. But the bottom line is a lot of Yankee fans convince themselves and baseball fans, we don't know the details of a roll des Chapman situation necessarily. We've heard a lot of hearsay and, and it got settled with a suspension, of course. But a lot of Yankee fans convince themselves uh, oh, of course they you know, yeah. of course Major League Baseball would do this for a roll des Chapman. They would they would give him a second chance. He's one of the top three closers in baseball. Um, you know, roll your eyes, but like obviously that's why Chapman's still on a roster. A lesser player with the same allegations wouldn't be here, but we can tolerate it because of Chapman's immense talent. Well, here's a lesser player with, you know, I, I, you can't compare the allegations, but both were suspended under the domestic violence policy. Uh, 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 Hermans reportedly occurred in public. Yeah. Um, so there are corroborating eyes here who, who know exactly what happened. Um, I wrote this yesterday, you know, only the Yankees in major league baseball know exactly what happened, but there are plenty of parties within that roster and within the major league baseball front offices, like Joe Torrey, who do know what happened. The Yankees and MLB though, don't know what's going on in Domingo Herman's head. Clearly it's some sort of yo-yo. He continues to have trouble on social media. He's posting inscrutable things for the sake of it. He's deleting and retiring and unretiring. There's a lot of unresolved things going on in his head, clearly because like you said, there's been no public apology even these feigned notes app apologies that everybody who gets caught doing something does these days just go into their iphone notes and typing out i've grown as a person in the last 36 hours you know the ted cruz apology (laughs) when i when i left for cancun i had no idea i shouldn't go to cancun then a bunch of people told me i shouldn't and now i'm a changed man 36 hours later god bless you and god bless texas like we haven't even gotten that from Domingo Herman, which is the phoniest apology you can do. We haven't even reached that level. So, like you said, it, it does turn it cranks up the cynicism a little because it does make you go, okay, well, everybody was bending over backwards to justify a role. as Chapman's you know repeated opportunities to close and make all star games and and what have you because he's a role. as Chapman and he's got Hall of Fame talent, but surely someone with lesser talent would be run out of the league. Well, apparently, that's not true because Domingo Herman. After a year and a half away from baseball, the Yankees had a perfect excuse with the pandemic to just cut all ties and no longer see him again. I've even been told this offseason that they have unparalleled depth in the rotation. Aren't they? Isn't that their whole plan? They're throwing darts at the board. They have Garcia and Schmidt and Michael King and Julie Chassin and all these guys who can take a spot start. Like, they maybe don't have an elite rotation, but they have nine or ten genuine arms who can get run and get a start and and be competent Major League starters. So with all that depth, why is Herman still here? And hopefully Zach Britton's conversation is the beginning of that change, or at least we get a public statement.
2: Introducing Under Armour's Infinity High Sports Bra. Its ergonomic design is molded to support the natural movement of your body. With cord-out padding, the better breathability eliminates extra bulk without sacrificing support. And quick-dry padding is Under Armour's fastest drying padding yet. When you're lifting heavy, running fast, and pushing yourself further than ever before, you need a bra that will help you go that extra mile and make you feel your best. Shop the Infinity High Sports Bra now at UA.com.
1: From some face of the franchise, uh, Aaron Boone or someone in the leadership council, because I want to know what's going on here. We're gonna take a quick break when we come back. Marcus Stroman and some good Yankees news. Stick around. Welcome back to the Yanks Go Yard podcast. The New York Mets are having fun. Uh, They have put together a solid baseball team. Francisco Lindor and Carlos Carrasco is their biggest move of the offseason. That was nice. They didn't really expand upon that or sign anybody or extend Lindor, and they often made the cheaper move at at catcher specifically with James McCann. Trevor Bauer obviously left them at the altar and then laughed at them with Rachel Luba. Not that funny, but also a little bit funny. Uh, Either way, any way you look at it, the New York Mets and New York Yankees are both projected playoff teams this year, no matter how high you believe each team's ceiling is. Two good teams, pretty good rivalry. There's going to be good baseball in New York, whether no matter what side of town it's on any given night this year. That's cool. Um, one member of the New York Mets cannot seem to get the New York Yankees out of his mouth, which is weird because the Yankees and Mets rarely play each other. It's going to take a lot of winning from both sides to have a meetup on the biggest stage. Uh, Subway series would be great, but unless a subway series happens, the Mets aren't really that relevant to the Yankees' day-to-day lives. But do not tell that to Marcus Stroman, who was asked a very simple question about preparing to pitch in New York this season uh, on Thursday and instead decided to go off on a diatribe. Trevor Bauer's style about the fake news media and how the fake news media made it seem like he wanted a pitch for the Yankees. And actually he has more Met fans in his family than Yankee fans. So take that. Think about that. Um, okay. First of all, the question wasn't about the Yankees. It might as well have been like, what's the best Italian deli sandwich in New York. And Stroman was like, I had a great sandwich in the Bronx, which is by the way, where the bombers play a place I didn't want to go. Like he, he spun it from nowhere into a anti Yankees comment, which you know, you can talk about whatever you want. You're the Mets three or four starter. You came back on a one-year deal because nobody else wanted to offer you a multi-year contract and to reestablish your value. Fine. All this is fine. But it is important to note that the fake news media is what he blamed for the reports that he preferred the Yankees when he was dealt to the Mets at the 2019 deadline. If by fake news media, you mean your own dad, Marcus, because your dad, Earl Stroman, who is a scary giant man, who I do not want to get angry at me, but nonetheless... He's the one who said Marcus was kind of hoping it was the Yankees a little bit. Um, so this is a grudge because Brian Cashman said he didn't view Stroman as a difference maker. It's fine to come out and say that, but for one side to blame fake news for actual quotes from family members, we're now veering into Bauer and Trump territory. So Marcus Stroman, I hope we get to face each other on the field this year because facing each other in this war of words arena is is boring me because it's it's one sided and it's all you. And I like you. I like you a lot, but. Stop doing this. I I don't get it. it. It's so Bauer like
5: where you think you're you're elevated above everybody else and that that your brain cannot even absorb any negative information or criticism or whatever. Yet you're on Twitter every day calling out any stupid idiot that is saying something critical of you or any report that isn't correct. And then telling everybody how chill and calm and how you've reached some apex of tranquility. If you're that chill and you're that self-aware and you have reached this point of calmness where nothing can really rattle you, I find it very hard to believe that that's the case when you're on social media every single day, driving those points home to a bunch of random people that are following you and just saying a bunch of nonsense that doesn't matter and stroman does do that look i i i would i like Strowman's personality to be quite honest i like a fiery guy on the mount yeah i mean it's it's great it, and you know why i especially like it is because he doesn't have a great track record he's had two really good major league seasons and everything aside from that was him coming back from injury um or Uh, an odd, he had an odd 2018 in sandwiched in between his, uh, his good 2017 and, and his good 2019. Um, so he doesn't have a track record to be out there kind of running his mouth and bragging 146 career games, 3.76 ERA 1.29 whip. Yeah. Like I'd take that on my team. I love the confidence though. You're telling everybody, look, dude, I'm working hard every single day. I am ready to take on whatever challenge there is. And you're not going to be able to stop me. I love it. That's what you want from, from most players. But when it reaches the point where you feel the need to call out like something that wasn't even part of the question or the topic of discussion, it's just clear that you have not reached this apex of calmness that you keep talking about. He retweets random accounts on Twitter that are just like, who's my favorite player. It's Marcus Stroman. Cool, dude. Uh, Marcus Stroman's confidence is unrivaled from just a random random unchecked Mark uh, account from Michael Fife Kiefer. I don't know. Like what what is he doing? I don't understand. I don't get it. I just this is the it's the type. It's the personality that it's it's a guy's in my opinion, where, you know, I'm not a psychiatrist, but this is I'm on Twitter every day. I'm looking at what people are doing. You do not see. Not that I'm want to compare garrett cole to any of these guys but like garrett cole and bauer are a perfect comparison like bauer is out there trying to refute every single little thing that's being said about him regardless of the magnitude of it it could be "Hey, trevor bauer doesn't like pizza what a loser or trevor bauer seeking a you know a 70 million per year deal like who does this guy think he is it could be either one of those things when meanwhile garrett cole who at some point last year led the league in home runs allowed. And there was a lot of chatter kind of shitting on the Yankees for giving him all that money. And that very moment, I didn't see Garrett Cole on Twitter quote, tweeting all the haters calling him a scrub or calling him not worth his contract. And guys like Stroman is very comparable to Bauer and He feels the need to always be refuting things or speaking up on things that he feel he feels isn't right. Even if like, it's not even in the mainstream, like, what Stroman addressed like the Yankees Stroman thing is so far in the rear view that it 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 it's not even a t- it's not even a discussion at this point he's on the Mets the Mets are a very good team the starting rotation for the Mets is looking like one of the best in the league so why is your concentration not on yo dude I'm pitching with Jacob deGrom and Noah Syndergaard's coming back in June and we just signed Taiwan Walker and we got Carlos Carrasco like this is the shit instead of Instead, you're uh, yeah. You know, a lot of people said I wanted to play for the Yankees. That's that's fake news. It's like, just go to the guy's Twitter account. You'll see what I'm talking about. It's 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 unnecessarily just talking about nonsense that has nothing to do with what you're doing. It's all he's just he's pumping up his own vibes and his own whatever his own tranquility and it just doesn't make any sense and to me when you feel the need to do that 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 means you are affected by what is out there and what is being said so wish all the best for Marcus Stroman I just wish that we didn't have to really talk about this
1: yeah. Imagine Garrett Cole on Twitter with his agent after every bad start last year doing like, well, if I'm not worth my contract, then perhaps nine strikeouts in the six and a third innings multiplied by 1.4 million per outing. I guess that doesn't, you know, it, it, the strikeout total actually makes it seem like I I should be earning 1.7 times my current salary. So what do you have to say to that? And then the rando is like, I don't know. I, I just think you suck. I don't I don't have math on my side. Um, yes. Yeah, Stroman in October. Uh, responding to Jared Karabas, who, you know... Carabas, of course. You know, um, wrote, Besides Cole, there's no current Yankee pitcher who will be anywhere in my league over the next five to seven years. Their pitching always folds in the end. That lineup and payroll should be winning World Series left and right, yet they are in a drought. LOL, shrug. Marcus just... Just please. I understand it may be unsavory to be on the Mets, but you are on the Mets. And so you're going to have to focus on on being on the Mets. That's all I have to say about that. I do like you. I like you a lot. I would yeah. welcome you. I'd welcome you in the Bronx. But this has to this has to end until it actually has a relevant backing and we're actually playing each other. Let's do some positive Yankees updates real quick. Um, because we got a couple. I mean, it's been nice so far. I'm enjoying spring training. The pitchers and the catchers have reported. That's pretty awesome. Uh, Luis Severino, who we've heard varying rehab timelines, we got pessimistic a couple weeks ago because we heard he might not be back until the end of August. Mm -hmm. And then if you start extrapolating that 18-month timeline and maybe August turns into September and then the season's over, uh, that's tough to deal with when you're sort of counting on him to come back um, at least to deliver a couple innings. Maybe he comes back as a reliever. I don't know. Next year is going to be the big year of Severino, hopefully. But when you hear he's going to come back at the end of the summer, that's not exactly encouraging. Well, as of Thursday, Severino has been throwing from 120 feet for a while now. Apparently that's not bad. He was having a catch with Aaron Boone the other day. They're hoping to get him on the mound in the next couple weeks. Weeks. Not bad. Now, does that mean he's going to come back before the summer? Absolutely not. They're going to take it slow. There's no way they're going to rush Luis Severino back. That's why they have thrown so many starting pitching options at the wall, and that's fine. We don't need Luis Severino in May. We need Luis Severino in October. But that being said, July is starting to feel like a realistic target instead of pushing it to the end of August. Am I crazy? I
5: feel like it could be, but guess what? I'm not going to believe anything until I see it. And that's just the way I'm going to operate with the, this Yankees team over the last four years with injuries. Uh, Just look at August when Stanton hurt himself in Tampa, we were told that would be a 10 to 14 day injury and he was out for six weeks. So I, I, I I'm, I'm happy for all any positivity we got out there, anything that we can look forward to anything that we don't have to feel like shit about because a lot of injuries we have, we have been down in the dumps with um, and it's kind of killed team morale. It's the fan base is kind of tired of it at this point. Um, not that they're blaming the players. It's just like, wow, again, like, cool. Someone has to undergo Tommy John surgery in December. We're not even in off season workouts yet. Awesome. Um, so And the other thing is, is that we don't know how Luis Severino is going to be deployed. I would love to see him in the starting rotation, taking that spot away from Domingo Herman. But we don't know what's going to happen. Aaron Boone had met or Brian Cashman had mentioned a couple of weeks back that he will be deployed as uh, the Yankees see fit, which makes you assume that he could be a weapon out of the bullpen. I don't know. Um, But I will not be exercising any tangible positivity until Luis Severino steps on the mound during a major league game and can show me what, uh, how his uh, rehab has went and what he's capable of for the 2021 season.
1: Yeah. I mean, remember Severino during spring last year, it was like, oh, why isn't I'm so excited for the rotation with Garrett Cole and Luis Severino and Masahiro Tanaka and James Paxton. Hey, why isn't Luis Severino throwing today? He was originally scheduled to, and he's been scratched. Oh, it's his birthday, and he's hung over? Ha ha, that's so funny. Anyway, an <laughs> hour later, he's feeling elbow pain. Oh, right. Never mind. Life is bad. So, yeah, I never, never accept the simple explanation, especially with Tommy John rehab, always be scrutinizing. But the word that he is already getting prepared to throw off a mound is not bad. And, and once again, we'll take anything not bad where we can get it. I do briefly want to touch on Austin Wells, who was the Yankees' first-round pick uh, in 2020, I guess that's what year last year was, uh, 2020 first round pick at Arizona has not played a minor league game yet because, uh, 2020, hello, am I right? Uh, terrible year. Um, but word, word on the street has always been that the bat is more advanced than the glove. Mm. He may be the catcher of the future, or he may be someone who eventually has to move from catcher. Uh, couple big optimistic bites on Wells in the past, you know, 24 hours that I just wanted to touch on. I saw Kylie McDaniel from ESPN talk about how uh, wells actually might pro- pl- <laughs> wells actually might profile better behind the plate if there is an automated strike zone, which is something I have not thought about uh, at any point over the last couple of years. so I did want to address that that like if the bat is there from day one and the rules start favoring the catcher instead of framing, wells might be a long-term viable solution behind the plate. Now it's not going to happen this year. But it could happen next. It could honestly happen the year after that. So you got to keep your eyes peeled Uh, for how Wells performs behind the plate in the minors. The other thing, he ripped the cover off the ball in his first BP session this week. Uh, And people were sort of saying the bat already looked big league ready. The optimism has been brewing. Every spring, it's somebody else. Last spring, it was Clark Schmidt. This spring, it's Wells, partially because we'd never seen him before. He was drafted into the abyss. There was no minor league baseball when he was selected. But the triple A season starts before the double A season this year. Uh, you know, double A gets bumped all the way to May. Uh, pandemic-related, you know, things that the, the franchises that are smaller and lower on the totem pole they need to sell more tickets are gonna wait to start the season in general before they open their gates, etc. But the buzz now is that Wells might get a chance to open the season at triple A just because why stash him when the bat is so advanced and you want to learn about him? So Uh, Keep your eyes peeled, but Austin Wells might be might be closer in the rearview mirror than I think many of us expected. Have you seen him bat yet, by the way? He's pretty smooth.
5: No, I haven't. But I've been excited about him since the Yankees drafted him because you look at kind of their situation. They have Gary Sanchez, who, you know, before 2020 was still considered the catcher of the future. They drafted Anthony Siegler a couple of uh, years back. They have Antonio Gomez, who's another prospect catcher in the system. Uh. How do you how do you say this guy's name? Josh, 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 bro, Josh, bro. Yeah, he's another he could play a couple of positions, but he's he also uh, played catcher. So they have a lot of these catchers in the system. So you're like, why are we drafting another one in the first round? And it got me thinking that lefty bat. It's super advanced. They talked about on draft night that the bat would accelerate through the minors and potentially get him some reps at the big league level. Uh, My only concern, he's only had 71 career games in college. He also played. uh, No, he actually only has. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, oh yeah, 71 career college games, and then he played uh, 42 games in the Cape Cod Summer League uh, back in 2019. But career 357 average with a 1.035 OPS, pretty incredible. I know he, he only has uh, he only has a total of 14 home runs over those what whatever is it 40 71 plus 42. What's that 113? 13? 13. Yeah, 113 games. Not a whole ton of like. I I guess, light tower power. But you look at those numbers, he gets on base a ton. He slugs the hell out of the ball. He's got 20, he's got a 21, 34 doubles over uh, those games. So um, I like the pick because of the optimism surrounding his bat. And you never know, light a fire under Gary's tushy. And we could be talking about him, maybe uh, Gary himself kind of awakening and becoming the catcher that the Yankees need him to be. Or the Yankees just have another asset or a guy that could bring up in September and give some quality at bats off the bench. If they need to rest some guys, who knows? I like it and I'm excited for it, but I will watch that clip when we're done here.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, the Yankees have a lot of familiarity with this guy say what you will, but they drafted him in 2018 too, out of high school in the 35th round. He went to Arizona. Yankees went, Oh, I like, we saw at Arizona too. Let's just go ahead and draft him again. So they've liked this guy forever now he's here and he's going to have a minor league season to prove himself, but he might be here sooner than you thought. That is it for this episode of the Yanks Yard Podcast. I'm Adam Weinberg. Make sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you do get your podcasts. If you find a new place, where our podcast also is, please let us know. I'd love to add it to the spiel at the beginning and end of the episodes. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Weinrib. And you can find,
5: you can also find me on Twitter. My name is Thomas Carinante and uh, I'm at Tommy's underscore takes. Uh, Folks, if you're in the Northeast, I guess enjoy your snow day. If you're in Texas, I guess also enjoy your snow day. Also stay safe. Uh, Things are looking up for the Yanks somewhat. And we also got pizza Friday today. So try to enjoy the weekend, kick back and relax. And we'll talk
1: to you on Monday, everyone. See you on Monday. What a beautiful Monday.
4: Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. You know me. I'm a huge football fan, but it can be stressful for us super fans. So Progressive is going to help take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how your team threw the wrong ball on the wrong net, just think about how Home Court Explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies. Well, hope this distraction about Progressive's Home Court Explorer was helpful. It sure helped me from stressing about my team for a bit. Anyway, go sports.
3: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from.